0: It's The Last Stand Podcast. And here's your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is The Last Stand, the unfiltered straight talk from the biggest names in the sport. I'm Brian Custer. And today, our guest is the WBC middleweight champion of the world. He's none other than Jamal Charlo. Big Charlo, welcome back to The Last Stand.
1: What's up, Brian? Hey. (laughs) let's get right into it
0: (laughs) absolutely look word around town is that we will see jamal charlo either may june showtime championship boxing uh what month will we see you uh who are you fighting
1: um the opponent you know tba still um can't release too much information but uh i should be getting back in the ring soon um I miss the ring my fans I miss I'm, I miss everything I, I see his back you know Texas open up so it's, it's not like I can't fight at home or, or not so you know I'll be back in the ring soon though uh, is it can you uh tell us uh,
0: any of the opponents
1: that you're looking at um I mean it's obvious right now like you you uh all my career, you know, you get these fighters that they say this and say that. They run into things, you know. They they write checks, they they you know can cash, but it is what it is, cause cause um you know we here to fight, and I'm here to fight whoever the best out there. So you know it is what it is.
0: So, so my question to you, Jamal, is that generally a fighter has a finite time where he's in his prime, especially for big time legacy fights. And when you look at your division, you've got Golovkin, you got Andre, two big names and they don't seem like there's any urgency to fight you because of promotional politics with that. Do you believe like your prime for these legacy type fights is slipping away?
1: No, not really. Like I'm still young. I'm still fresh. Uh, 22 knockouts out of 31 fights. I'm, I'm still prime, you know, um, I'm uh, at the top of my game, and you know I'm in my prime levels. You know, so it's all about you guys being able to see me and, and see the explosiveness that I'm that I've grown into. But other than that, I mean, I don't feel like I'm wasting it because um, sooner or later that that main fight gonna come. I I just believe in it. You know, I got hope that that big fight gonna come. You know, the fight that I actually want gonna gonna get there. But like the fights that that's present themselves, I gotta just keep knocking those out. And Until and, and
0: then, you talk about big fights. Let's talk about one.
1: Um, so
0: David Benavidez fought recently. Uh, right. We had David Benavidez all, here on the last.
1: He look like shit. He <laughs> look like shit. Don't like. I'm trying to be cool and keep calm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, let's let's talk real. If we're gonna talk real. Absolutely. A- that, absolutely. Wasn't a, that wasn't an that wasn't elite performance. Not, not not you know what I'm saying? The Ellis just he wasn't a Charlo. For sure. You know what I mean? And the one thing, one thing that is like, is like, first off, I'm the, I'm the WBC middleweight champion of the world. Right? This dude fights at 168. Right? And he has no belt. He has no title. He has nothing but, uh, I should be this guy one day again. You know, the hope. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't like, It ain't like I'm like, I don't get the duck situation. People just not being smart, but you know, that's part of the game. But like me moving up to 160 to fight a nobody with no belt for nothing, I might as well go up to 160 and fight a champion, right? Because when I moved up to 160, I mean, 168 and fight a champion. Because when I moved up to 160, they got aggravated with me because I was already the champion at 154. And I moved up to 160, relinquished the title, leave that alone. Let's go fight for a new title. I was in the IBF at first. Now I'm with the WBC. Went ahead and took the belt, got the belt. Now I'm a, you know, I set myself up to fight one of the best fighters in the world, which is Canelo Alvarez. They separated us through titles. Now we separated more through titles and we separated through network. So that's not like a fight that I'm thinking that's going to happen. So I might as well, let alone, he don't fight at 160 anymore. So am I supposed to keep chasing him? Hey bro, come back down to 160. He ain't fighting, he has been fighting at 75 and 68. Dude ain't trying to cut no weight no more. So I'm at 60. What I gotta do, go up. That's the only way y'all gonna give me a fast shot. You know what I'm saying? So we'll talk, up about,
0: up, yeah, we, we're gonna, we're talk about, bro. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about Canelo, but uh, getting back to Benavidez, uh, you guys obviously had a back and forth on social media. You, you talked about that you would knock him out. Uh, he then came on here and responded and said, Hey, listen, Jamal's backpedaling. He's using excuses. He wanted me to get a vaccine. He, he said that bro. he wasn't fighting anybody under 25, he's asked for a catch weight. Uh, and in fact, I want you to take a listen to what he said about you on the last stand. What does Jamal Charlo need to know if he's coming to 168 and fighting David Benavides?
1: That that'll be his last fight at 168. I'll send him back down to 160.
0: What's your response to David Benavides?
1: (laughs) Yo. Tell him to grow up. You talking to a man, homie. I've been doing this. Ain't nowhere in hell David Bedez can touch me. That dude, bro, honestly, like, like the type of character that I really want to have, like, I'm just trying to be more so, like, professional with it. But, like, you see what happens to these little kids that, that that like, they they jump off in the water and they don't, Understand? It's different. This is a different type of shark. It's a different type of shark. We do it. We do it to the best of them. We we do this. You understand? Like I'm I'm really about that. All this all this internet and this talk. All that. You, that's why I don't respond to it. Cause I'm really I'm really for real. I'm really about that. Like don't let this boxing shit fool you. I'm I'm ready tomorrow. I'm ready tomorrow. He a little kid. He First off, his nutrition is not right. His training is not like mine's. The things that he know about boxing, he cannot touch me. Like, I'm telling you, it, it'd be a whole different type of levels. Like, like the, the shit that y'all seeing, like, I watched sponge drill beat his ass until he got cut. Like, y'all gotta think about what y'all saying. Like, did y'all just see the last fight with a C-level fighter? How many times he hit him? The dude there to get hit. He come come at me with that little. Come at me with that. Like it's a different level. Like it's a different ball game. First off, I campaign that sixty. I campaign that sixty, bro. But yeah, you, you're wrong But 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 the pressure on me what to move up to fight this clown. I'll take the Andrade fight before that. I I'll stay at 60. Do my thug. I'm with all that, bro. They tripping. When have I ducked somebody? I, I beat whoever Al put in front of me. I never ask for a fight. I never know my opponent. I never even know how much I'm making. I just fight.
0: So so David says uh Uh, We'll put this to bed. He says, the incentive for you, you, talking about you, Jamal, he says he has no one to fight at 160 anymore. So he needs to come up to 168 to have big fights like this. We can do it in September. Do you see you and David Benavidez fighting?
1: Yeah. Let's make that fight happen. I'm going to knock his little punk ass out. I promise that. I put that on everything I love. I give him about four rounds, five rounds. I knock him out about five rounds, six rounds, no more. He get hit too much. I'm, I'm powerful. I'll explode on him. Trust me. I do my thing. I, I've been doing this all my life. Put me in there. Put me in there with the bro. I'm bro. I'm I'm a lion, bro. Let's get it. I ain't worried about none of that. Let's all that talk. That's cheap. You've been watching Brian, you've been watching me fight for a long time. And I've been knocking shit out for a minute. I'm the best in the world. Trust me. That whole middleweight division sold up. I could take over that whole map. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Canelo was asked if he
0: was ducking you by campaigning at 168 instead of 160. And he said that he wants to become the first undisputed super middleweight champion of the world. And when he asked if that means fighting either you or Caleb plant in the future, his reply was quote, hopefully, yes. Why not? A fight has to happen with one of those two. Do you think Canelo Alvarez will fight you? Um.
1: I don't know. That's, I don't know. Uh, We ain't fought me yet. We was at 154 together, we was at 160 together. And if I campaign at 68, we at 68 together. I haven't got a call from them though. I, I don't know what the hype is all about. I have not got a call from the camp. Their camp has not called me. They have not tried to initiate a fight. They have not even went to the negotiation levels so I don't even know. Like, don't listen to the hype. You hear it from me, bro. I promise. I'm here. I'm here to fight whoever out there that's consider themselves the best. I'm here to fight the best. This is what this is what we do this for. We entertain the world by fighting the best people in the world. You got to get up to the level to fight the best in the world, right? Yeah, I'm this 160 chunk. Dude, got they gave him a trophy. At 160, so we can move up to 68. So it's like I gotta chase Canelo all my career. Now, nah, what about my legacy? What about what I stand for? What about what I want? What about who I wanna fight? Your one guy, that ain't Belkin, is it? That ain't nothing, is it? No, I understand. You you've got it, you got a point. I'm I'm, um, I'm, I'm i really, I really could have, I really should have went back down to 54 and beat the shit out of her. And never let him get that 154 title, but I had to move up after knocking out J Rock. He was probably the sensation at that time. You know what I'm saying? I heard him so bad, gave heard a little hype. I gave, I heard him, I heard J Rock so bad, it gave hurt heard a little hype. Then he go fight, he go fight the wounded prey. You understand? He go fight them and, and get a lot of hype and make a lot of money off of it, and I'm happy for him. I'm up at 60 anyways. I'm trying to chase the big boy. Where the fuck is GGG? Why ain't nobody talking about him? He's still top tier. If I can't get Canelo, at least I can get GGG, right? Y'all want to see me tested. Obviously, Deborah Vincenco didn't prove nothing. Cause y'all told me that fight was going to get me to Canelo. I beat him the way I beat him. Y'all still don't give me no credit. So, go to 168 to fight this fucking bum, this bum-ass little kid. He a kid, bro. Put my life Uh, on the line to go fight this little bum-ass little kid who don't got nothing to offer, not even money. People don't even know him until they mention my name. They want to see me beat his ass. They want to see me go up in weight. Do something I ain't never did before. Go up and wait and fight somebody at a whole nother weight class. Come back down to my way because I'm the champ over here anyway. What, going to be a 10-round fight? Mm. Is it not going to be for a belt? Is it eliminated? What well, makes sense, bro? Y'all got to think about what y'all saying. How is that ducking? And it's been a business. And it will never stop being a business from this point on. How is that ducking anybody? I'm a fighter, I've never been scared of nobody, no man on earth that walk on two feet. I could feel, ever. This a little boy y'all talking about. I had the belt when I won the championship, this motherfucker was just getting out of braces and shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all tripping. He was like 14 in the junior Olympics and shit when I, was, when I won the title. Y'all talking about I'm ducking somebody? Come on, man. Talk to me for real. Y'all going to talk Talk to me for real. Uh, uh,
0: one guy you've certainly had some beef with for a while uh, is Demetrius Andrade. Uh, we've seen the video. I mean, I remember at Barclays Center, your two camps uh, had a little uh, exchange there. In your opinion,
1: why do you think yourself and Andrade haven't been in the ring yet? Let's clear that up. Let's clear that up. I just finished knocking out J Rock. Right, this motherfucker was in the stands. He seen the brutal knockout. He scared as shit. You know what I mean? He didn't want to fight my brother. He turned the fight down. Like that was like, that was like, bro. When we train our ass off to get ready to knock his ass out, and we get to the the fight like the week of the fight. He turned the fight down. He, he, he denied us. He That's like, that. they let all my fans down. It messed the business. It was a lot of money lost. It was a lot going on at that point. We even had to fight somebody else. My brother did. You know what I'm saying? He never wanted to fight. He's signing all these contracts with these, bro. Bro, they money hungry. They all want an opportunity. He has nothing. Nobody knows him. Unless y'all mention Jamal Charlotte. Who Jamal Charlo need to fight? Then y'all mention this clown. Nobody knows him. He ain't a record uh, selling. He not gonna sell out no crowd. Like he ain't, bro, bro. Like think about what y'all saying. I didn't watch this motherfucker get dropped so many times. You think we, bro? I would, I would blow his fucking mind with these straight right hands. And I promise you, he can't even last five, six rounds. That pressure different out here. Y'all tripping. Hey, let alone I go up to 160. What are you about to try to campaign at 168? He signed with the zone to cover his fucking trail. He don't have no money. He don't have no contract. He don't have nothing. He got like three managers. That's why he signed with them. He know damn well that we fight on Showtime. Why would you run from Showtime? He tried to go with HBO, you remember? Come on, man. Stop talking to me about that clown. Let's get somebody on the line that want to fight, that really want to fight. And, and you can answer this because Eddie Hearn, who obviously with The
0: Zone, who promotes him, says, quote, we offered Jamal Charlo $7 million to unify with Andre, and he turned it down. We even offered to do the fight on Showtime, and he still said no. What is it? Do they not think they can beat him? Ultimately, it is, because if it was an easy fight, or if Charlo really believed he would win, he would fight him, end quote. That's what Eddie Hearn said.
1: Bro. If if they offered us the right amount of money, $7 million, uh, I uh, uh, I get that, anyways. So to unify, come on, man, it makes sense, bro. Makes sense, man. He's not even he, that's that's all cap. Whatever the ha- whatever happened with between the team, I have never talked to Eddie Hearns. ever. Besides on a live when he got on my live and I got on his live and I'm in the middle of my joint, I never talked. Other than that, I don't know what y'all talking about. That's all fucking bullshit. I'm telling you, that's cap. It's fun.
0: Your trainer, uh, Ronnie Shields, was on uh, Barbershop Conversations with Fred Hawthorne. He said your transition to 160 will be an easy one. Um, he said because of your power, your body shape. Uh, do you agree when you make that transition to 168 that it'll be an easy transition for you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm 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 one seventy eight one eighty right now. Like I'm a I'm a big frame middleweight. I could just train down and and uh, discipline myself enough to make the weight class and whatever they're gonna call them. They probably gonna they probably gonna hear this thing and say, "Oh, you a weight bully or some shit." Like you know, like it it doesn't matter. Dog, I'm I'm here to fight the best in the world. That's all it's about. Like, it, it, I, you got a window of opportunity to do it. And they going to go down as some suckers if they don't fight me. That's all it is.
0: How long will you fight at 160 before you move up to 168?
1: Um, I want to unify like my brother did at 160. At least let me unify. At least let me just, like, capture the division. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's somebody up at 160 that we can unify with your fight. It don't matter who, who got a belt or nothing, like no network. We can make it happen. They're going to make it happen. I wish boxing was like it was back in the old days when, like, you know what I'm saying, they fighting in Africa or Fiji or some shit. Like, you know, I'm ready to I'm ready to fight whoever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's whatever. I'm a world champ. I'm a world champ. They giving belts to anybody at this point, right? If it 31, was up to, 31, 31 of them tried
0: If if it was up to you, Maul, tell me, and you said I could ha- I could have these three fights next. This guy, this guy, this guy. Tell me who would be your next three fights.
1: Um that'd be hard. If if I can have three fights. Let me, let me, uh, uh, that's, man, that's crazy. Cause it, you know what, I don't even want to pick on GGG cause they say he getting old. Like people want to see me fight somebody that's like, you know what I'm saying, lucrative or, or whatnot. But bro, where the hell is Jacobs at? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm ready for one of them type fights at this point. You know what I mean? I'm ready for Andrade. Let's go and get that shit out the way. The fans waiting. The fans been waiting. I'm ready. I've been waiting on this opportunity. Like I'm ready. That motherfucker ain't never seen this shit type shit before. He bruh, shit gonna blow his mind. Like he, I'm telling you, the type of athlete that 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 I am, like you'll get a chance to see it once we put them gloves on, we get to fighting. I wanna make it a real fight. Like a real a real fight like i'm from the streets let's go back to the streets
0: so you 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 want a dan a daniel daniel jacobs fight
1: Definitely. i want to i want to i want one of those big fights next benavidez to go up to 68 to fight benavidez it just got to make sense i do it too i'll fight benavidez next it's got to make sense it's just got to be right, like, for me to pass up. I'm the champ at 160. You you get what I'm saying? The next shot from 160 is Canelo. Why tamper with that whenever, you know what I'm saying, dude moving around, like, trust me. I'll go up to 168 if I have to. Uh, speak, speaking of that weight division, we had
0: Caleb Plant. Uh, on the last stand here he said he's heard rumors that you want to move up to 168 and he said he's heard that you've been talking about a lot of people his his comment to you was quote I'm the man to see in this division what would you think about a Charlo Caleb Plant fight
1: Uh, Caleb Plant don't want no smoke with me he know that Caleb Plant don't want no smoke with me I'll put that boy right back in Tennessee. Trust me. He don't want no smoke with me. It's Caleb Plant ain't never crossed me like that. That had it been his people talking for him. Trust me. we, Me and Caleb Plant can fight. We, Bro, you know what? They need to bring this catchway shit back. That's what they need to do. Because if they got all these weight divisions and we can't figure out you know, from a 154, 160, like you know what I'm saying? Back in the days, it wasn't none of that. If you were middleweight, uh, hey, I, I'll weigh in at my 162, 163, and be Caleb Plant as at 68, bro. Stop playing with me. He too small for 68, anyway. You,
0: you know, you 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 talked about uh you had read something about being a weight bully. You must have been reading the article I read about you because it, this article said. Charlo has the size of a 168 pounder which gives him an advantage against his 160 pound opponents. Charlo needs to fight guys his own size and take risks. Is Jamal Charlo a guy that takes risks when it comes to fighting opponents and getting in the ring?
1: I'll fight who they give me. I'm with whatever. Like yeah, I'll take risks. I'll stand in the pocket and fight. You don't see me running around the ring. You don't see me my game plan ain't, ain't to get away. I'm here to fight. When have you ever seen me bag up and like, bro, I take risks? I, I think they're they're asking uh like you say big names, if whether it's a risk or as who I fight. Yeah. I think I that's fight. what they're they're I fight, I fight champions. I fight I fight the number ones, I fight the mandatories, and I fight the, the champs. All these. Two and three and fours and fives and six. I get those opportunities when it when they approach, but hey, it, it be sometimes where like, like the Brandon Adams fight. After fighting uh Sergi, I mean uh fighting uh the, the Russian kid, the Russian dude. And then that I was supposed to fight Willie Monroe. Like I never ran from no fight. Y'all tripping with that shit. Uh Jamal, like, I don't you know- make fights, bro. Y'all are tripping with that. Like I'm here to fight whoever, like y'all tripping, bro. I, bro, it ain't it ain't nothing but a fight, bro.
0: Maul, you know the deal of this show. Uh we always let people who watch submit questions. Man, we got so many questions uh from social I'm media Twitter.
1: Knowing. So I'm you already know. knowing. Uh,
0: so here we go. First question comes from Twitter. Uh it says here. Uh, Jamal, did your team find out, uh did you find out why your team said no to the Canelo offer, or did you say no to the fight?
1: We never got the Canelo offer that they was talking about. Golden Boy, at the time, never sent us an offer. That's when he was with Golden Boy. They never, De La Hoya, and them never uh sent us an offer. That's, it's not true information. And and, and on top of that, if that was Canelo, would have mentioned that if that was the case. Like, why haven't Canelo mentioned it? Y'all got to stop listening to the media and the feed and start listening to the real fighter. Canelo has not mentioned that at all.
0: Uh, this next one from Twitter as well from Bad Guy. He says, if you believe you're the best at 160, why have you never pushed for the Android fight? Or are you doing everything in your power? To get that fight made, or do you just not care? Because it seems like Andrade's side has tried harder than your side to make the fight.
1: Well, if that's if they looking from the outside, look, y'all don't know the, y'all don't know the like exclusive details. So, so yeah, um, don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, this
0: next one from Twitter: What's the roadblock for unification bouts for you at one hundred and
1: sixty? Canelo. I mean, that, that the only thing that's getting in the way of me showing the world who I am and how great I am is Canelo, right? That's who they want to see me fight. But like everybody else want to stick their 2 sin in like, oh, you don't really deserve Canelo. You should fight Andrade or you should fight fucking – uh. I don't, hey, bro, I'm ready to fight any one of them clowns. Stop playing. I do this shit for a living. I should take y'all on a big-ass tour of my museum that I live in okay. that's what I do
0: you, you definitely and you do you do it well um oh, another man. one from from Twitter it says uh Jamal how much boxing do you watch in your personal time and other than Canelo what would be your dream fight
1: uh a dream fight for me because I don't watch no boxing um a dream fight like a dream fight that's got to be something I want I don't know man I don't, like a dream fight for me would probably be like me and Wilder <laughs> 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 like you feel <know? laughs> a dream fight would be me and Wilder
0: <laughs> that would be one hell of a fight to see you two in the ring, man. Right. I have
1: to gain a lot of weight. Yeah, it's you like, better get
0: your weight up on that I one, always absolutely. Wanted to be
1: heavyweight. I, I'm fast though. Like I'm way faster than it. he fast, but heavyweight. I'm faster than it. You know. It's like, yeah,
0: you know. Uh, by, by the way, what do you think about Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua? Who you, who do you got in that fight?
1: Uh man. Tyson Fury is just funny as hell, but like I, I like Joshua. I like his work ethics. I like how he really wanted, like he just hella green, you know. Mm. He like looked like he started boxing late or the competition went just like super stiff. But I like I like Anthony Joshua. He just he, he just don't uh come off hella aggressive, you know? Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh this next one from Twitter, it says. Uh, at what point do you give up on potential big fights at 160 and just try 168?
1: I want, I'm a one, I'm like, I'm growing into being a 168, like I just got comfortable at 60. You know what I mean? Before I gotta just transition all the way over to 168 already. But it's like, damn, like eight pounds eight pounds is a big difference when you a puncher, you know, and, and let alone like you know the style is going to make a different fight because I'm going to be like the smaller fighter in the, in the matchups, you know, you uh, know, man, I, I, I'll i transition over to 168. It just got to make sense for me. That's all.
0: And, and, and I know we, we talked about this earlier. So do you see yourself at 160 what for another year? H- how long do you,
1: uh, I probably got like maybe about two or three fights. At 160 because okay. like 160, like the 154 pounders, like her and all those little those little dudes, they gonna probably eventually come up to 160. So if I just campaign and just keep running the division, I can I can damn it be like Bernard Hopkins holding the belt for like 19 fights and shit. I can Got really it. campaign at 160.
0: Uh here's here's another one from Twitter. Uh Buddy Lee asks. What happened with Chris Eubank Jr. And why did you and Triple G uh, have it unified?
1: I'll take that Triple G fight. I just, you know, if it presents itself, the management team make the right calls and the right decisions, I'll fight uh, Triple G. Chris Eubank Jr., I don't know. I haven't even heard. You know what? You know what? I don't know what happened in... Eubank Jr. He just went dead and went quiet after fucking he fought uh and I think that was then like his first fight like in America or something like mm-hmm. nope like if y'all mention him to the people that know me they are gonna say who that's another fight that's like go give him come to one seat I give you opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I, I, I'm, I'm ready for, for whoever they put in front yeah, of me. Because, because you guys kind of fought like basically on the same card. It
0: was supposed to be, oh, okay, if he won, obviously you win, that you guys were going to fight again. And then it just uh,
1: yeah, it you died nothing. out. Yeah, yeah, died out.
0: Okay, Jamal Charlo, it's time for the last segment of the show. We call it The Last Stand. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready, man?
1: Please. Yeah, let's go.
0: Here we go. Who do you want more, Triple G or Canelo? Canelo. Mm. Who upsets you more? Is it Demetrius Andre or David Benavidez right now?
1: David Benavidez.
0: <laughs> do you see yourself as the unified champion at 160? or 168? Both. Oh, okay. Last but not least, are the Charlos the mad rappers of boxing?
1: We the new wave, we the culture. (laughs) (laughs) We do it for the hard hitters. We do it for everybody that came out the slums that came out the trenches that ain't never had nothing, and they fought their way to get it. We did that, like, for a living. So that's why they respect it. (laughs) You feel me? (laughs) I tell you what, man, I always enjoy talking to you. Your swag is on another level.
0: Uh, You're always truthful, and that's what we like here. You give the unfiltered straight talk here. So we will see you, I'm assuming, was it late spring, early
1: summer, correct? Yeah, you, you know, coming soon. Big day coming soon. <laughs> hey, hey, big day coming soon. Like, hopefully, look, I'm gonna try to lock in with this Triple G fight. I'm letting you know first. That's kind of what I've been working on. At least that'll give me a little bit more stepping power to say I could fight like a Canelo, I guess. You know, uh, I fought somebody that Triple G fought too. So I've been like, I itched my way over there that, to that, that, that era. But You know, we still got to do some networking and and figure out how can we, you know, trap one of these big name fighters and and get him in the ring with me.
0: That's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. And just like the WBC middleweight champion of the world, Jamal Charlo. Big Charlo, we appreciate it. Folks, thanks for watching. We'll see you again next week.
1: Yes, sir.